Today's episode is sponsored by RainbowComicsAndCards.com. Reveal your hero by liking Rainbow Comics and Cards on Facebook and following their live videos about informative posts on comics, sports cards, and everything geek culture. Rainbow Comics and Cards has stores in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and Lincoln, Nebraska, where you can find all your favorite comic books, graphic novels, action figures, sports cards, and everything uh, under the geek sun. Uh, you will find a large selection of comic book back issues at both of the locations, Lincoln and Sioux Falls, uh, so be sure to stop in and say hi if you're in the area. RainbowComicsAndCards.com has tons of books, back issues, sports cards, Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, and they ship items all over the world through the website, RainbowComicsAndCards.com. Both locations are located at 3310 South Minnesota Avenue in Sioux Falls and 1501 Pine Lake Road, Suite 17 in Lincoln, Nebraska, and everywhere at RainbowComicsAndCards.com. Yo. JP. Yo. Do you think hot dogs can be considered a sandwich? I think they're definitely on the sand sandwich spectrum. Follow-up question. Can cereal be considered soup? Um, absolutely. That Absolutely not. That is sacrilegious. Um, that is what I was like thinking, too. <laughs> Uh, JP, we don't get you on the episode this week, but we do have a great episode with Elliot Rahal. I did get the official pronunciation of his name. Rahal, yeah, that's that's, that's what I seem like. It seemed like it was frenetically, but uh, but yeah, I'm excited to listen to the episode, and I'm hoping our listeners are excited to All right. listen to you talk to another creator. Yeah, I'm super pumped. So uh, we're gonna get into it right now. All right. All right. All right. See you later, Jay. See ya. Bye. Hey everyone, welcome to Smash and Grab Comics. This is Tyler. I am actually back at my house again. I am not in Rainbow Comics Cards and Collectibles where we usually record. Um, JP had a surprise bachelor party, I believe is what he told me. I don't know. He comes, up with, he, he comes up with all kinds of stuff. I have Elliot Rahal. Is that correct, Rahal? That is correct. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your nope. intro. That's okay. Nope. What was that? Can you repeat that? Um, I didn't mean to inter- interrupt your intro, but a surprise bachelor party is pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. I was I I knew nothing about it, so it must have been you know friends that he has independent of of me, which it always takes oh, me by surprise. It always takes always me always allowed to do that. <laughs> that always takes me by surprise when your good friends go. Oh, I've got plans with someone else tonight. And oh then, yeah, and you're like, wait, oh, yeah. you know more people than just me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, get it. <laughs> so, Elliot, I um, I really like doing um, these kind of interviews. I love independent comic books. I don't. I read the big two, uh, Batman mm-hmm. on DC side, and I love Spider-Man on the Marvel. Um, but for me, the the good, true stories come from uh, the independents, and. When I first read the little write-up about Hot Lunch Special, I, I was looking at the Diamond um, Previews catalog, and 
I was really intrigued because one, it had a sandwich on the cover for issue number one. Mm-hmm. I love sandwiches. And two, everyone does. <laughs> a couple bloody fingers hanging out of it. Um, before we start talking about the comics, what was your background in writing? Um, you know, it's like a long uh, question, you know, uh-huh. um, or long answer. You know, I guess I'd say I started writing for myself um, when I was 17 or 18. Um, and I started writing by performing and writing my own stand-up comedy. And um, I did that really hard. For a long time, is actually a cast member at this place um, in Chicago called the Lincoln Lodge, which is the uh, longest-running independent stand-up showcase in the United States, and I they're have, still going. I have actually mm-hmm. been there. Um, my oh, s- have you? Yeah, my ex-wife moved to Chicago to be near her family when we split up, and so I visit my son out there quite often, and uh, he doesn't live too far from there. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's cool. So when when did you go? Two two thousand two was the last time I was there. Um, so, okay, so cool. It was a you long... were there before me. Yeah, but uh, you were there during a really special time. That was right near the beginning of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty neat. I didn't, um, mean, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go on about your uh, stand up. No, no. I mean that's you know really where I started, and then. Um, uh, I went to film school. I went to DePaul University in Chicago, and I, uh, I, I majored in screenwriting, and I, I, I was writing screenplays, so we're trying to write them or fucking around or really, you know, and, and, then, um, and then I graduated college by getting an editorial internship at Marvel Comics, um, and that is where I started the process of, learning how to write and make comics right um before then i was just a just a reader you know yeah um i would go back to something you said about writing screenplays this is another connection that i just realized you and i had um my my day job is i teach high school art and on top of that i am the play director for our fall plays um, oh, fun. Yeah. So uh, we're right in the middle of our production right now of a fun play called um, Under the Big Top. Uh, it's about a group of oh, mis- group of misfits that have no business putting on a circus, but they give it their all. So I like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, because I teach over in uh, Adrian, Minnesota. Um, I don't know if you know where that's at, but... You know, I don't, but... Because um, you're, you're a Minnesota guy, right? You're in the Twin Cities? I'm in Minneapolis. Yep. Yeah. You know, hey, real quick, like, not comics-related or whatever. If sure. If you um, send me a private email at any point, if you think you have um, an event or something like sure. that, or sure. not, an event, not an event, if you think you have some news going on yeah. that's worth talking about, send it to me, because my wife works for Carol Evan. Oh, Yes. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, never a guarantee, but, you know, Adrian, Minnesota, and Laverne, Minnesota are, are, are untapped story places. Yes, they are. Um, we've, we actually have probably three or four celebrities that have come from Laverne itself, um, authors and no, I, movie makers. And... Dorothy, yeah. Go ahead. You know, where, um, you know where Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz is from? 
That I don't know. Um, but um, we Fred Manfred Jr. was an or Fred Manfred, I should say, is a author from Minnesota or from Laverne. And then we've had the uh, National Geographic photographer. Oh, Laverne people are going to kill me. I just I just forgot his name. Um, Brandenburg, sure. Jim Brandenburg. Um, cool. And then uh, there was a second season of the TV show Fargo was filmed here last year. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think here. But anyway, it is untapped territory for talent of all kinds. Um, yeah. So if you remember, you sent it to me on a Sunday to my wife and whatever. But she, we'll she, continue. We'll see where that goes. Yeah, Carol Evans, that would be huge. Um, so when you... How'd you get that Marvel internship? You know, I, I've wanted I to get into... For it. I mean, I, I didn't get it the first time junior year, but I applied for it senior year, and I, 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 I went out and I flew out and I interviewed and I got it. You know, I mean, I, uh, I really, like, uh, other than... And then I also, like, you know, I was, like, really active in college. I was, like, you know, part of the uh, college... Yeah, yeah, student activities board, and then I did, you know, I performed in the weekends and the week, and then, and then like, you know, I I work, I did local internships at WGN and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I, I I I kept busy, you know. I mean, I I was competitive, and then, um, you know, also I think um, they just were like their intern, like working at Marvel, like I think that. Hiring interns is the last thing they wanted to deal with. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what were some of your duties? You know, what is an uh, internship at a comic book company like? I didn't, it was awful, dude. I mean, I love it. Don't get me wrong, but like, I was stuck in my office for the first three weeks, so I read a shit ton of Spider Man. Yeah, yep. and then I got a little bored, and uh, I went out into Artist Alley. And picked up work, but really, it's like a lot of just go for work, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of like, um, oh, when I worked there, they were bringing back um, Thunderstrike for a, a brief um, run, and uh, so it's like, oh, go in the archives and pull all of the Thunderstrike stuff, yeah. or like um, recap pages. I wrote a lot of recap pages for. Shadowland. Mm-hmm. Um, so See, that I was always like, I would almost like being a gopher type position at a company like that. Uh, none of the responsibility, you get to be around all of the cool stuff. You know, you just have to. <laughs> it, you know, it's not as cool as you think it is, though, because like they're not like you know they're just they're just all they do is work. You know, right. those poor people, those poor editors get paid shit, and then are just like. You know that Simpsons episode where Homer gets sent to hell? Yeah. And there's just like a bunch of donuts and they're like eating, he's just being fed donut after donut after donut. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yep. It's it's like that, you know, like it's a very editorial at the big two, mm-hmm. unless you get to a certain level, I think is very thankless and very difficult. Yeah. Um. So when... You were done with that internship. Were you hired on? No, no. I mean, no. I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, and you know, I met a friend who you might know, and his name is Donnie Cates. 
And yeah. we uh, we wrote comics together. We we got our first published work um, in Dark Horse Presents together. But also working at Marvel, mm-hmm. like as an intern, yeah. you know, there's part of you that's like, oh, maybe I'll be an editor, you know? And yeah. then it's like, I don't want to be an editor. Like, I just watched, like, I saw what they did every day. And I saw how much money they got paid, right? And and how stressful their job is, and like, no, I'm good, you know. Like, <laughs> we reached um, out to we reached out to Donnie um, to also do a podcast to talk about Venom, but of course, I'm sure his his uh, schedule is so packed. Um, yeah, what, what was he like uh, before he blew up? You know, I mean, was he was he writing really? more God country kind of stuff or we were just having fun, man. I mean, we were just, you know, we were just putting together our books and we did the paybacks and we did a hundred quid and you know, I mean, he's just, uh, he's just, uh, I don't know how to explain it other than that. Just a regular dude writing about a million comics right now. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, it's a hard business, and yeah. uh, he was he was at it longer than I was. You yeah. know, um, I've been at it for about eight years, and Donnie's been at it for about he's got another eight years on me. Donnie's yeah. been in the business for about sixteen years. Yeah, um, um, you know, um, he hasn't got he didn't get published until eighth year in, but he was. in the scene. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, I mean, you you started getting published earlier in your career than that. Um, what was your first book published? Was it... Oh, well, uh, it was a short story with uh, Donnie called Hunter Quaid and Dark Horse Presents. We had, uh, we had Dark Horse Presents miniseries called Hunter Quaid that uh-huh. uh, came out. It was supposed to come out in three issues of Dark Horse Presents, but mm-hmm. only two came out. Oh. Um, so, after that, um, what was your, is hot lunch special going to be an ongoing or is this going to be a mini? Right now we're only slated for five issues. Okay. Um, so I have plenty of ideas for secondary arcs, mm-hmm. but you know, I think they, um, indie comics is hard and like, even if the book is, is people seem to be enjoying it, but like, you know, the sales are fine. I think yep. we're going to wait and see how the, the trade does. I mean, if the trade performs well, I, I bet I could talk them into it, but we'll see. I, I'm, you know, I don't know. I I'm, don't know. When I get into a series long enough to where <laughs> I've been in this business long enough to where like, I, I don't have hope anymore, but I also don't have, uh, I'm not like pessimistic. It's just like, I have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> it was funny when it, when issue number one dropped, I was uh, bummed because I had to work that Wednesday and missed picking it up before it sold out then i was at supercon and you happen to have them and uh, so i have that copy in front of me right now which allowed me then to catch up to uh issue three um so this is the part that really got me when i flipped through it at the convention you started off in sioux falls south dakota which is where our podcast is based out of why why Mm -hmm. why sioux falls how'd you how did you connect with that um, a lot of different reasons. I think all at once. Um, you know, none of them on purpose. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, it's a lot of things. I like Sioux Falls. 
so much. You know, yeah, and I lived. I'm not, you know, oh, I, 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 I think it's such a charming place. Um, well, I'm glad you think so. I yeah. I was born and raised in Laverne, Minnesota, which is just across the border into Minnesota. And but I lived in Sioux Falls for about ten years after college, and I you know I just fell in love with it. But my uh, wife, my current wife, and I decided we wanted a little slower pace, so we came back to Laverne. So. And, yeah, I don't blame you. Um, but I think it's just, you know, I think it's a really nice town that is strange. Yeah, definitely. It's in, get- its, in its isolation, you yeah. know, it's such a nice place. Nobody nobody knows it's, it's here. So, no one knows it's there. It's so just like, it's like Rapid City. Like, it's, yeah almost impossible to get to, you know? Um, People, that's the thing with people here, South Dakota, they don't think it's even populated. And which is true for the most part, except Sioux Falls and and a little bit rapid city. Um, And, you know, Sioux Falls is getting onwards of, I don't know, 150,000, somewhere around there. And so it's a large, it's a large town or a small city. It's almost the size of St. Paul. You know, it's not, you know, it's not, a small area. No. Um, and then, um, you know, um, she falls has been very kind to me. Um, when I saw you at the, it, when I saw you at the con, I was like, Oh, I gotta go talk to Elliot. You know, I had known who you were through your earlier, uh, couple comics. Um, and, and like I said, I was bummed. I missed hot lunch special. So <laughs> no, don't worry about it. I mean, but you know, I mean, you know, Sioux Falls, uh, the Supercon is um, a really special thing. And, um, you know, Shane Garlic, mm-hmm. uh, by the way, if anyone's listening, please uh, donate to Shane's GoFundMe. Um, but, um, you know, Shane is, I mean, just the, the community in Sioux Falls, and, you know, you're a young creator who is only doing okay for himself. Mm-hmm. And um, this really kind community of people is like, hey, well, promote you and take a chance on you and and that's um you know a rare thing in it and yeah. um it means a lot and also I'm impressed by you know I was just kind of taken away by the people but honestly with the reason why I love Sioux Falls so much is because of the people I've met there yeah. um, you know Shane and Shane and Derek and Brian um oh from Rainbow you know and, and uh, who from the Rainbow Comics, the, the those guys. Um, yeah, I know a few of those guys. Yeah. Um, but not as well. Um, sure. You know, I mean, so I mean, I, I don't know. I just um, what you know, I and, lo- I was, and that you know, I did, and then also geographically, I wanted to you know, it has, it does have a story plot line, which is like you know, the plot line is just like that's uh, supposed to be the. Uh, you know, the whole book is about, uh, like, shipping and freight. Yes. And, like, yep. a disagreement over something very minor. Yeah. Um, and uh, and uh, so I was thinking about locations where this would uh, occur. And Sioux Falls made sense logistically. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, what I and like, and so, what's, yeah, I mean, when listen to this. When John Dillinger was on his bank robbing spree... Uh, there was a shootout in downtown Sioux Falls. Um, yeah. And so I, does that kind of history just, I love it. And so I totally agree with you. This is kind of a um, center point for a lot of the activities going on between uh, 
Ely, Minnesota, and the Twin Cities, and yeah. Chicago, yep. and just trucking, and like, you know, I mean, people, you know, people associate, you know, crime with only big cities, but like, you know, that big city crime, trucking, mm. international, but like, trucking crimes and, 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 and mob crimes, and a lot of that stuff, you know, it, 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 you know, it might be more focused in a certain area, but, mm-hmm. You know, truckers are all over the place. Yeah. Like, you know, they they're it's like it's like a vein. You know, it's it's a nerve system. You know, um, so I don't know. Yeah, no, I completely agree it with you. It seemed to have worked. Um, so my <laughs> fa- I have to laugh that I'm I am paging through issue one again. My favorite favorite panel is the teacher being so distraught by the students. Um, uh, paper that he's reading in class, you know, um, telling him yeah. he's a little concerned about um, how obsessed he is with the violence and mobsters and wants to make sure the kid understands that these guys are not to be revered. They're the bad guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's I think favorite. it's important. I think it's important. I think somebody needs to say that yep. because, um, you know, something I've discovered as I've finished the book now. Um, is that there are, is just, there's no, nobody is good in the book. Um, except for the, except for the kid, yeah. uh, who gets killed. Yeah. That part oh. just messes me up. I was like, I did not see it coming and it starts this whole war because the treaty was broken between these, uh, mobster gang, you know, and they don't know how to go forward because it was an accident. And yet, uh, you, you have to pay the price for doing it, you know? I mean, it's a little bit like, you know, I mean, I'm a bleeding heart socialist, so, uh-huh. but like, it's like a little bit like our politics right now, where it's like somebody did something that is unforgivable. Yeah. So what do we do with that? You know? And yeah. it's like, and it's not even, I'm not even trying to it's like, what do we do when we just keep doubling down? You know? Mm-hmm. And like, this book is basically just about what happens when each side is like, we're going to keep doubling down and like, and we're going to keep making hardline decisions. You know, yeah. you, really, you really can't. I mean, I, I'm trying to paint it in a way to where you can't blame the mother for the decisions that she's been making. Cause no. it's like, if I were a parent, like, you know, like I, you know, I mean, I don't know. I probably want to do the same thing, I, I think, would. or I don't know. I would. I have four kids. I would definitely do the same uh, thing, you know, and especially my daughter, you know, she's only 10 weeks old, so um, it, it would be tough. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it would be. And, like, that's what I was trying to do with the book. It's like I feel as though, like, a lot of people get wrapped up in plots, mm-hmm. and plot is great. Mm-hmm. I think the reason why you read the book is because of the plot and maybe the cover, but like, you know, a lot of that plot changes based off of, I think, character decisions. And if you really think about it, I think what people would do in those moments, it, it, it changes the course of your plot. The, the, honestly, the main reason I was after it is because, like I said, when I read the quick little blurb in the diamond, uh, previews catalog, um, that it took place near where I lived. And I love to hear people write about where I live because I can get a, a sense of whether they really know the area or if they just picked it 
for some other reason. Well, yeah, Ely isn't super close to Lebron. No, um, no, but you have Sioux Falls, and from where I live, the Twin Cities are three and a half hours, four hours. So they're I mean, not far it, at all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I love Minnesota. I've only been here for four years, but I adapted it as my home. And yep. My wife is uh, from Alexandria. She's, oh, my dad uh, you know, lives. My dad lives there. Oh, really? Yes. That's so funny. Elliot, we have so many yeah. connections. It's crazy. Um, it is crazy. Well, uh, Minnesota is such a small place like that. Yeah. And yeah. that was, but that's part of the reason why I like it is because of that. Like, and, and what I love about Minnesota mm-hmm. is that there's like this state culture, mm-hmm. which is very unique because I'm from Illinois and it does not exist in Illinois. Okay. Um, and we, then also, like, Alexander is a 20 foot statue of a Viking. Yes, yeah. there you is know, there right. is that Viking museum where they have yeah. the the Viking ruin. The that they, yep, um, exactly. Yeah, been to that museum three or four different times. Me too. That is my heritage. Yeah. Um, I got my uh, DNA done, and I'm fifty two percent Norwegian. Um, yeah, and so I, I'm really into that kind of stuff. So uh, that, since my dad moved there, I've been really excited to just yeah. immerse myself in that culture. Is, is your dad still in Alex? Yeah, yep. He lives right on Lake right. Minowa. He lives right on Lake Minnewaska. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Uh, that's funny. Yep. Uh, well, maybe I'll see. I'm going up there next weekend for Thanksgiving. So. I pro- probably won't be there till Christmas, but uh, let me know. Yeah, we uh, um, we should we should keep in, in touch after this so that uh, I'd love to meet yeah, up sometime. Yeah, no, let me when... know. We'll get coffee if, if it if it times up. We'll we'll get coffee or something. Yeah, definitely. Or go sit uh, out on go sit out on the boat and uh, just just hang. Oh out. yeah, I'm not gonna sit out on the boat in the winter time, but yeah, maybe in the summertime. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm there up all. I'm up there all summer because I I love to be outdoors. So. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I've, I've definitely, definitely developed an appreciation for the outdoors since I've been here. Uh-huh. Um, but, um, you know, I wanted to take those elements of this place that I love, mm-hmm. you know, this state and, and, um, it's a special place. I think, I think Minnesota is an underrepresented place and it's special to me for a lot of different reasons. Like I've, you know, I've had a difficult time in Minnesota and that's why it's so special to me. I had a hard time getting steady work, you know, young married guy, mm-hmm. you know, and just trying to fucking figure it out, man. And, yeah. and, and, and so that's special to me. And then, um, and then I combined it with another thing that's special to me, which is, uh, my family, you know, and mm-hmm. I, uh, the, the, this book is, um, I think this book is a challenging book because it, it deals with, uh, sort of culture in a, in a different kind of way. And, the book is all about Arabs and um, and like American Arabs and and uh, I I grew up in a family very similar to the family that you are seeing portrayed. Obviously, they're not criminals or whatever, but I took lots of liberties, lots and lots of liberties. But like you know, the heart of it is like um, still there, and uh, you know, I think um, you know, I did I did everything I could yeah. with it. I. Uh... Um, I really enjoyed the idea that the thumb that's uh, that was missing from the truck driver ended up in Sioux Falls. You know what I mean? It, it's just such a long mm-hmm. way from home. <laughs> that's the point, though, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I just when I, I I think that's uh, that's uh, that's a uh, that's a uh, that's like you, you just sort of 
encapsulated the entire book right there, in yep. my opinion, and said it's a long way from home. Yeah. You know? And that's like, I, exactly. That's what I love about it. Obviously, the cover caught my attention. You got this thumb sticking out, two fingers sticking out of a sandwich. Um, and, um, kind of a bloody cover. Um, how did you, uh, meet up with Jorge or George? How did you, you know, I didn't, um, I got the book approved in after strength through a paper pitch. Okay. And then when we approved it, we went through an art list and I saw Jorge's name and I saw Jorge's art and I'm familiar with Jorge's art. Yeah. And, uh, I wanted to work with him, and and so we. Uh, I, I I told Mike, you know, I offer him creator on credit, offer him everything you need to do. Yep. Like I, you'll, that's the kind of style I want for this book. Mm-hmm. And um, Jorge read it, and he fell in love with it, and now he's like my friend, and it's so cool. It's very surreal, isn't it? Yeah, this is really weird, especially when like the process of uh, putting this book together it happened very quickly in comparison to any other publisher I've ever worked for. Yeah. When I first saw it though, the cover, not the story, I thought this was going to be more like chew, uh, more silly mm-hmm. like chew is, you know? Um, but it's I not. Love what was that? Say it again. I love you. Me too. Um, I'm reading his other, Layman's other book right now, uh, Leviathan, I think it is. Leviathan, yeah. I've only read the first issue. I'm a little behind. The first issue was, um, it left a bad taste in my mouth. I thought it was going to be really dumb, but then I just kept going, and we're on issue three now, and it's really fantastic. Dude, Layman is so good. He's such a tiny little crazy person. Yes, I agree. Um... Uh, I really like uh, where this his newest story is going, uh, which begs the question: What do you read for comics? Do you do you read comics? Oh yeah, I do. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna lie. This past couple of months have been bad. Yeah. Um, but have so you been I'm on behind. a Have you been on a run of all of the um, comic cons in the area, or? No, I just had you know too much work, man. I mean, and I've been on I've been traveling with family vacation with my wife and then um you know this this year kind of kicked me in the teeth a little bit um i got more work than i I ever knew what to do with and i was working about 30 or 40 hours a week on comics which i'm so fortunate for um and then i was still doing my day job so like you know i pulled about two or three all-nighters i think I think I average at least pull two all-nighters a week for the past eight months, nine months. It's finally slowing down now, which is its own version of scary because I just quit my day job. But, like, uh, you know. Um, so, so you are doing comics um, full-time? I mean. Not now. I mean, I'm going to quit in January. I'm just quitting my day job because I hate my day job. Yeah. I, don't know if I, I don't know if I'm going to go for it. I hope I can, but. Um, I don't know. I, did I don't that. know. I did know? that in 2014. I just decided I was going back. I was going to go to art school. I was going to finish my art degree, and I was also going to get my teaching degree. And yeah. at my age, I was I was like 32 at the time, um, and everybody was like, "Are you kidding me? You've got you've got a, a full time job. You've got benefits. You've got this." But it was I was just an office monkey, and I hated it. So uh, I get it. 
I did. I was serving, waiting tables, and I just couldn't do it no more. Yep. And so I gave him my notice, went back to school. My wife supported us, and and now, um, you know, I'm doing what I want to do. I'm teaching kids and um, doing the art I want to do because I've got a, a school schedule that allows me to use that studio space for myself too. So it's really awesome. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Um, so I don't I, know what my next step is going to be, but. We'll figure it out. I'm gonna get. I'm just trying to get through the next month. Right. Um, but um, you know, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, I, what I'm reading: DC, Batman, Catwoman, Superman. Is I the, was reading the action comics run, but now I'm just reading Superman, it, um, and I'm still behind on that. Once, once, uh, once Detective hits 1,000, I think I'm gonna drop that. Um, yeah, I, I don't read Detective Comics or Action Comics. I just read Batman and Superman. Yeah. I mean, like... They're I, better stories right now. There. I mean, I, I'll read those books if I think... Um, but I don't have all the money in the world, so... That's just I'm it. I'm going to go with my... I'm like... You I, know... My, my wife is really... She yells at me every week. She wants me to be on a $20 a week budget for comics. And... Ugh, I know. Four comics. Uh, basically, I know, but it always ends up being 30 to 40, you know, and, and I said, but you don't understand. There were so many good things out this week, you know, uh, I, I, so I, I'm in that same boat. I'm going to have to start dropping stuff like detective and, and all the ones that I don't, I want to read, but I don't really need to read them. Um, yeah. And, and Lobo is reading some of Johnny's work, uh, Van Emmen and Daredevil, but you know, um, Daredevil's like good right Marvel now. Marvel in DC, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then indie-wise, you know, uh, I was reading Saga. But now I'm all caught up on that. And then um, I gave Oblivion Song a shot, but I fell off. Oh, it's um, that, that is so good right now. I really like where Robert Kirkman's going with the story. Um, is there about issue five or six, I think, right? Yeah, I, I, I stopped at issue four, but um, I was reading all the Valiant books. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read all of EXO and Bloodshot, and then from, let's see, what else was I reading? That's uh, current, at least. So are you um, are you one of the Wednesday warriors that get to the comic store uh, on Wednesday, or usually a couple days later? No, I usually go in once every two weeks. I don't, you know... Um, I'm kind of a homebody these days, and it's hard for me to get out of the house mm-hmm. um, unless I'm working. But, um, you know, it's... Uh, and then, fucking, what else was I reading? Uh, I was reading... Oh, I read A Trinity Girl. I loved it yet. Um, I saw, you know... Eternity Girl is one of those things where I'd see it on the shelf and I'm like, should I read that? I'd go back and forth and then pretty soon I was like, well, I guess I'm not reading it. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, and then, let's see. Jimmy uh, Cho is reading uh, Crowded and Yeah, uh, I just Shanghai picked up the new Crowded. Red. I haven't read it yet, though. Yeah, neither have I. Um, I just picked up also the new mm-hmm. Umbrella Academy. Um, is that is that any good? I keep seeing that, but I haven't got into it. I love Umbrella Academy. I was a big fan of the first two. 
huge fan. What's the what's the and synopsis then, um, of that? And then I'm reading some classics right now. I'm reading New Frontier, which I bought yesterday uh-huh. and never read before, and I'm like almost done with it now. And then uh, I'm reading through all the Sweet Tooth as well. Mm-hmm. And then um, I just finished a book called God by Reza Aslan. Mm-hmm. And then I just finished Starship Troopers by Eric Highland. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. What's the so Eternity Girl? Can you? What's the like? synopsis of it. I, I, I didn't know anything about it, but I want to check it out. Um, I just have to finish the uh, I haven't finished, I want to get the trades. So I only got the first three issues, but it's basically about a character who, you know, wants to die and, and can't, you know, oh, okay. I mean, that's, you know, and, and she just, and she keeps trying, you know, it's not for a lack of trying, yeah. you know, and, um, it's like a cool sort of just a thoughtful character piece. And I, I, I really love, character pieces like i mean i think that's the strength of comics and like that's why i love tom king mm-hmm. I read anything tom king does um i was reading yeah i love the vision family tree what a great series was it um division so yeah. for hot lunch special were you influenced by anything you're currently reading when when you were tossing around the idea for like this um, mob comic I mean, I was influenced by some of Remender's writing, for mm-hmm. sure. Definitely, like, you know, Rick Remender was an influence in in, 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 in his noir stuff. Like, I you know he's got such a boner for noir stuff. And, yeah. I, and I, I've read, I've not read a lot of Rick Remender's work, but I've read um, some of it. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was an influence. But all, just in general, the entire, like, mafia genre, you know, mm-hmm. like... Um, everything about it you know this has kind of a Uh, this has kind of a sopranos vibe to it when i was reading it which i like it was you know sopranos was such a cool show and and um kind of groundbreaking showing you know you with that you felt for the mob which is like those are the bad guys dude uh but and you get the same thing with this comic you feel bad for the uh the the head that lost his um Lost his son, or grandson, I should say. And then on the other side, you knew what the other mob boss was feeling, that he knows that his son made a mistake, but he still has to act like it was on purpose, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, doubling down, like I said. Yep. So. Um, so, yeah, I'm so excited to see how this ends. Uh, are you done with all five issues? I am, you know, I am. And uh, me and Aftershock are talking more about other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of just in this weird limbo period right now. The beauty of Aftershock yeah. is they have their own movie line, too. So if this gets optioned for something, uh, that would be really cool. Yeah, it would be cool. I have no idea. Right. Like, 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 you know, I'm just, I'm just trying to stay positive and put out good material. And I'm just so flattered that you wanted to... You know, took the time to take, you know, talk about the book. Oh, um, really? Because yeah, I, I just appreciate that. No, I. This is funny because I hit up as uh, every anyone that I like their work. I have reached out through some kind of social media, uh, and I had read that um, you and Donnie Cates knew each other. I don't remember where, and so when I was reading your stuff, and I'm like, you know, I'll, I'll see if Donnie uh, would respond to something. Um, so no response from him, but you were like, yeah, that'd be awesome. And I'm going, uh, to, to me in my head, you got, you, you guys are the same level with 
with this comic, this I just think this is top notch. Well, I really appreciate that. Um, it's really nice to hear. You know, I mean, it's such a you you caught me in a weird thoughtful moment where yeah. it's like all my work is slowing down and we relaunched a couple things. Um, but you know, I'm kind of waiting for a couple of contracts to come in and some decisions to be made and some series, uh, hot month special and quantum and Woody specifically to yeah. finish out. Um, you know, and how many more uh, issues of that are you going to do? Uh, well, <laughs> quantum and Woody is we have one left. Uh-huh. Um, and it's coming out next week, uh, next week or maybe the week after. Cause that's been about a how year much? now it's been out, right? Or well, I took over for it. I took over for it. You did. So I took over for. Yeah, I took over on issue six. Okay. Um, okay. And uh, I did six through twelve. Uh, um, all right. Because I'm gonna say I just think so. I just saw eleven was out now. Um, yes. Okay. Yes. Um, but uh, you know, so I'm just you know I'm just just kind of and I just kind of quit my job too. So I'm just like I'm uh, I'm kind of like an open wound right now. You know what yeah. I mean? Hey, but uh, being on Aftershock is not a bad place to be right now. Um, no, almost yeah, I'm, all I'm, of their material I'm is. Really lucky. Yeah, I mean, all of their material is just home runs lately, in my opinion. Uh, I, I even, I'll, I'll admit, I haven't read all of their material, but I, I do read. Uh, I, I loved Cold War, loved Baby Teeth, loved American uh, Monster. Mm-hmm. Um, I do read Monstrosity when I can. I think I might pick up the Lollipop Kids, though. I think that one looks fun. Um, it is. It is but, very uh, fun. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm fortunate. You know, it's, um, Mike is, uh, Mike Marks is the editor-in-chief, and um, Christina Harrington is, like, the managing editor. And How did you... You know, Mike is just a, Mike is just a really smart guy. Yeah. And it's very uh, obvious, and the, 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 the people behind that are, are really, uh, and Lee Kramer, too, and, you know, and it's, uh, it's, it feels good to be a part of that team. I read Evolution for quite a while. I dropped off a while back, uh, the, the Amnesty Evolution. Um, oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, I liked it uh, a lot. I'm just looking here on my phone. Um, Oh yeah, walk through hell. I read issue number one, and oh, I, I just fell in love with it. I'm gonna I'm gonna read it all in trade because like it's like we were talking about uh, money issues to buy all the issues. You know? Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm starting to switch to trades. I mean, I buy. I am. I try to be a week. Pardon me. I try to be a weekly warrior, or at least every two weeks. But yep, I'm buying a lot more trades these days. I. I might have, you know, if it wasn't for this podcast where we keep up with current stuff, I would probably be a trade guy again. I used to be. And then one day I decided I always wanted to do a podcast. I'm in love with listening to podcasts because I drive a lot. And um, so I said, I can do this. Uh, and I w- walked into the comic book store and I heard one of the guy, one of the employees just talking to a customer he was super knowledgeable. He was super helpful, and he was incredibly charismatic. And so, I walked past him and I knew his name. I said, "Hey, JP, I was uh, I'm going to start a comic book podcast. You want to be on it with me?" And he doesn't he didn't know me from Joe, you know. And he just goes, "Yeah, man." <laughs> and then that was that. Uh, so we we just have a blast every week talking about our comics. 
But that that doesn't allow me to switch over to trades because I got to stay up on week to week. You know. Yeah, I know, I know. But there's, I just can't, I can't buy all the comics. No. So I, I, I just some where I'll just throw and I'll wait for the trade. Like yep. you know, I'm gonna buy that Joel Jones Supergirl. Yeah. This time I waited for the trade. I knew I wanted it, but I knew. I couldn't, you know, I like, you know, it's just, you have to make these sharp decisions, you know, and it's difficult. You know, the last Aftershock thing that I read that I liked was, well, I like them all, but Fujitsu really hit me as a cool comic. And oh, I, from Giant Yes. And I was bummed. Yeah, I, I, I'll admit, I have not read yet, but uh, I, I, it looked fun. Yeah, that's exact good word for it. It's a fun ninja book, but he's he's more than that. He's, I don't know, it's it's cool. Um, but unfortunately, at the end of, I think, issue five was a little note that says, until interest picks up again, we won't be putting out a new issue. You know, and I, I felt really bad when I read that. I'm like, oh, come on, people, let's keep this alive. Yeah. But, uh... I guess so. I mean, that's comic spell, Jack. You know, I mean, like... I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm not here to judge other creators. You know, I mean... You know, you you, you take your stage, and you you take your bow, and, and, you know, I very much equate it to a live performance. I don't know. I don't... I don't know. Do you like writing for uh, minis, or would you rather have an ongoing... I would love to have an ongoing for this job security. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, it would be um, challenging, you yeah. know? I mean, there's a challenge to ongoings, which is just like, how do you sustain interest? How does Brian K. Vaughn, how does, you know, how does, I mean, how does, you know, like, I can barely get people, you know, excited about, an indie book I put so much passion into like right. and then it's like oh you're gonna put me on who for 30 issues what <laughs> and uh you, yeah, know, I don't, and, uh, you know I like Brian I, K. I when I was younger I would have said it wouldn't have been a problem but now that I'm older and mm-hmm. I think about it all the time it's, yeah. it's definitely a scary thought yeah I liked with Brian K. Vaughn I liked why the last man but I didn't ever get into saga because um with his stuff it's kind of heady i mean it's 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 weighty you know and at that time i'm like i don't know if i want to and i i like darker stuff but uh with his stuff i I get it i feel like it's how i feel about uh that's how i feel about like a lot of grant morrison more just like i love grant morrison yeah but sometimes it's just a little too much for me yeah I, you know, so many people praise his work on Batman, and I'm like, no, I, I don't think so. <laughs> it, it was too hard to follow sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I like Doom Patrol a lot, mm-hmm. um, and I like his X-Men stuff a lot. Um, and uh, his indie stuff, Lee 3, like, I love that shit, you mm-hmm. know, but, like, the filth gets a little crazy. Yes, I, I, I agree. I finish it. Batman... I never really read his Batman one. I'll oh. be honest with you. So I gotta read it. Yeah, it was oh probably mid two thousands, I'd say two thousand five. Yeah, I do have his Green Lantern number one now sitting in my fucking bomb bag. Do you? Nice. And uh, oh yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to get down with that. Um, I'm ready. Um, I have uh, 
like four different stacks of books that I'm reading right now. <laughs> That's awesome. I have about a stack of a dozen comics, two graphic novels, and yeah, that's about it. That's what I got to get through. Um, soon, yeah, you know? I get it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what's what's next after Hot Launch? Are you working on anything or? Yeah. Um, yes, I am. I have two things for sure. Two small indie books coming out next year for sure. Okay. Um, a lot of different things are up in the air right now, mm -hmm. which is why I, I think I'm a little bit more anxious than usual. But, um, you know, regardless, I have two minis coming out next year from, from publishers that I'm excited to be a part of. And um, uh, that's cool. Um, it's nice to have that kind of work in November in 2018, knowing that at least I'll have work. But, um, right. you know, uh, we'll see. You know, I mean, that's I can't say anything more than that. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm excited for them. That's cool. I can't wait either because um, I like following writers. Oh, I follow artists too, and I follow titles. But I follow writer titles, and then I and then I like to keep up on what those people are writing. Um, once I like one of their books, you know, like we were talking about Layman a little bit ago, um, he is one of those guys. Even though he read wrote uh, his first issue of Leviathan, which I did not really enjoy. I, you know, I, you keep going anyway because it's John Lehman and you got to see where he's going. Yeah. And that's, and, yeah. and this is the truth. I'm not just saying this to you because you're on uh, on the phone right now, but, and that's how I feel about reading Hot Lunch. I'm like, I want to see what's next. You know, what's, what else are you going to think of? I mean, that's a really incredible compliment. I mean, that's, it's a, the, the biggest challenge of the medium of comics. Yeah. Like, Okay, like how do you keep them coming back? You yeah, know, it's, you know, I'm competing with them. You know, fucking Kelly Sue and Matt Fraction. You know yeah. what I mean? And like, yeah. you know, it's so how do you keep them? How do you keep them coming? Um, I think you're. I think you're on the right path. Just cool stories. I mean, I did not have any clue that a comic called Hot Lunch Special. Which appealed to me because I, I kind of, like I said, I just came off of finishing Chew. I read that by trade. And then, oh, another food book. That's, uh, that's kind of fun. And then it turns out it's not. It's a mob book. And uh, yeah. it, it caught me well, by I mean, surprise. That's I, it's kind of what I, I, you know, after working in indie books enough, um, you know, marketing is always, how do you sell this to people? How do you sell this to people, you know? And it's just like, Something I noticed is like, you know, the Paybacks was a rigidly defined book. My um, um, my original degree, my first degree after high school is in marketing. I went to Winona State uh, over on the other side of Minnesota. Um, and, yeah, that's what I, I wanted to do, small business marketing. Um, and, and exactly. So those questions you were like, how do I make people want this? You know, they don't. And the thing is, is that like the way to me to making them want this is not not telling them what it's about necessarily, because mm -hmm. like there's so much noise, you know. And yeah. it's just like I would rather just evoke 
you know, an emotion. Yes. And like, you know, that's what they cover. Like they cover, you're trying to what they cover. Like I was really proud of those covers. Like yes. I suggested those covers and Jorge took them and ran with them. My favorite, um, is, my favorite is number two with the vending machine in the, in the flowers and, oh, yeah. and a severed head as one of the uh, items in the vending machine. Yeah, I like the number four that's coming out, which is a brown bag full of, like, body parts. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. But, um, you know, it's just like, you know, you're, like, there's a little bit of a fishbowl in comics, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Which is just like, yeah, everyone that I know might know what a small indie book is, but they're so tuned in that they're going to buy it anyway. Yes. So, like, how do you get, you know, your regular readers to pick it up? And it's just like, well, like, if you're buying indie comics, like, you don't really need to necessarily shove down people's throat what the book is about. Because I don't really think people buy comics not because of like the log line. I think the way I buy comics is obviously, you know, publisher helps, but you know, superhero title helps, writer helps. And then the other comics I pick up specifically, like, I mean, image is a little bit more of a, uh, latitude because it's image right. and anything, you know, you would just assume it's going to be good. Um, Lately, yes, but not always. Um, well, you know what I mean. That's the yep. rep. Like, you know, um, it's, is it true every time? No. But, like, you know, that's the reputation. And that's all that matters. Um, yeah, especially when selling something. Right. Um, and then, like, you know, so how do you, like, how does, how do you pick up a small mini series from Aftershock comics. Well, who's buying Aftershock comics? And it's like a very small percentage of people, you know, so I, no matter how much noise they make about what this fucking thing is about, I don't think that noise is going to permeate at all because it's about, you know, it, 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 like, just let it happen. Yeah. You know, just do it and let it happen. And that's, you know, that's something I've discovered. That was just the, do it and let it happen. That was the inspiration for this podcast uh, a year and a half ago was um, I want more people to know about the things that I love, you know. Um, yeah. I, I love independent comic books because they're not um, uh, diluted down by rules and regulations and editors from the big two. And you get more honest stories. Uh, you, uh, you know, you get more straightforward stuff. What is that creator thinking? Uh, and that's what I love about any kind of um, artistic form is getting the purest form You're of it. the blood, you what? know? Yep. I mean, right? Like, yes. when, I, when I hear a band I like, I consume that band. Yes. So like, um, you know, yes. and... Uh, it's the same with a writer of comics. Like exactly. I've never really had it with art. Um, I've had it with some artists, but not really. Right. You know, um, but uh, you, you know, know, I mean, I, that's I, how I got into comics. Was by 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 just like, oh, I read free. I read uh, Garth Ennis's run on um, 
to punish her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, what else did this guy get? Yeah, and then you and get, then, and then you get <laughs> into... They were in preacher, and I right. was like, what the fuck? Yeah, then that messes you up. You're like, that's the same guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now where do you go from there? Because Garth Ennis and, and Preacher, I mean, for me, that's something I read once a year. I start with my trade number one and just read it. And when I get to the end of it, I'll give a little break, and then I'll start over. Yeah, yeah. You want to know where you go is you become a lifelong fan of a medium that will only take more of your money. Yes, that's true. Um, yes. A couple times, you know, I've sold something uh, out of my collection to fund more of that collection. So, um, yes. that I, believe... I, I am the type of collector to buy from you kind of people. Uh-huh. Like, I have uh, John Byrne's entire Superman run. Do you? Um, and that's the only, that's the only, like, if, if, if I were to show you, like, the cool thing. Yeah. In my office, that's like my the one cool thing I have. You know what I mean? I have some other cool things, but like that's the thing I'm like, yeah, in, fuck in yeah. My, you know? my classroom at school is my um kind of my display for my collectibles, you know. The my, my students uh-huh. love my students love how childish I am with my comics, records, toys, you know. Um but anyway, mine I have a Doug Mankey um Joker thing that I have hung up as well as a wonder woman one that they really love. They're like, you got him to sign this. Where did you see him? You know, he had a, a show in Sioux Falls not too long ago. Uh, yeah, no, no, he did that art gallery. Doug Mankey's not hard to find. No, nope. nope. And he's not at all. I've only met him one time, but he's a nice guy. Very nice. Um, so I chatted with him when he signed my thing. I chatted with him for about mm, 30 seconds because there were people in yeah. line. I don't like people to wait. And he, no. he came up to me later and he said, thank you for not chewing my ear off. He goes, everyone else took a minute to two minutes or more, you know. Uh, and I said, no, I know what it's like. Those, the, those guys want their comic signed too. You're getting tired. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, I would love to have that Doug Mankey problem. I don't have that problem. I will talk to somebody for a half an hour about one of my books, yep. and then they won't buy it, and I'll just be like, cool, thank you so much. Nope. See, and that's why um, <clears throat> when I was walking around Supercon with my microphone, saw that there was hot lunch special on that table, um, it clicked like, that's the book I couldn't get. It was sold out at Rainbow, and... Um, Rainbow's good people too. Yeah, and well, that's my co-host. That's where he works, and and uh, they sponsor this show. They pay for our hosting, which is awesome. Um, that's very cool. Yep, I love I love it when stores get proactive like that. Yep, um, and we started off um, paying for it ourselves out of pocket, John and I, and then the owner he made he, proof of concept. Yep, that's exactly right. We started off this podcast as focusing on horror comic books and I didn't realize that he wanted to start giving us money from the start except he didn't want us to be so narrow with our scope but he never talked to me about it but so then as we broadened on our own over the last 65 episodes or so um then he came around and said hey I'd really like to be part of this let's keep let's keep the keep it going so I think it's smart I yeah. think it's smart um I think it's smart yeah, we do it. Uh, we we focus heavy on horror stuff because we're we both. That's our first love for both John and I. So, 
Yeah. This Harlem special is a horror family. Right? Yes. It's the horror of reality. Yes, exactly. Well, when I first read that issue and there was a thumb in a vending machine, that's exactly where I was going. Like, yes, yeah, something gory, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think I don't even think the book is that gory. Too. No, it's not. No. Uh, no, I didn't mean that. It, there, there's, there, it's it's, it's going to get there. I try. I, I ramp it up, you know. I'm still so shocked that people are surprised that um, I killed that kid in the first issue. I thought it was pretty fucking clear that I was going to kill that kid. No, I did not expect that. Um, but at the same time, it was the right move because... Um, you got people attached to them a little bit, but not so deep that they'd be mad at you, you know? Yeah. I yeah. liked, I, I can't wait to see what's going to happen next. I'm sad that the kid's gone. I liked, I thought his book reporter that, or uh, his essay that he was reading for the class was fun. I liked his attitude. Um, you know, yeah, you know, the essay he was reading is based a lot off of truth, you know? Yeah. Lied a lot off of truth. That's you know that that little kid was essentially me. You yeah. know. Yeah. Um, yeah. We should chat more about that sometime too. Um, uh, we're kind of running. Well, you know, I would love to. You know, if you could, uh, I'd love to come back on when uh, the fifth and final issue comes out. Maybe oh. we could uh, when, the, when the trade is getting ready to drop or absolutely or something. I Ab- don't know. You know. No, absolutely. I love having recurring guests because one. Um, we already have a rapport, and two, um, we understand like okay, so this is uh, the book we're going to talk about. You kind of know how I go, you I kind of know how you go. I don't know. I'm excited to uh, do that for sure. Yeah, are you going to be doing any uh, local shows, or not until oh my my, my artwork or or my podcast or whatever. My podcast, I try to make it to a few cons in the area, um, but this the fall time is super busy where, um, like I said, I'm the play director oh, yeah. uh, at school. Oh, yeah. So no. we, go on, we go on, our production is this coming Friday and Saturday, so 16 and 17, and then for the winter, I'm pretty dead, so I'm going to try to make my way to a few cons, um, but they kind of die out here pretty soon. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm honestly looking forward to the winter. Are you? Um, you know, yeah, I mean, I'm really looking forward to are you, kind of focusing. Are you going to go to Comic-Con? I just got my pre-registration thing. Um, and I'd I'm lo- going to go to Chicago and Emerald City and New York. I, I usually don't go to San Diego Comic-Con unless... Okay. Um, Unless I, I have a really good reason to go. When when is ch- the Chicago show? Is it C two E two or? Yeah, last week in March. Last week in March. Okay, because like I said, my son lives there, and I always go get him for thing or not Thanksgiving for Easter. I bring him back home, and so I might have to make that all in one kind of trip, or maybe I'll stay out there for Easter and have Easter with him, and go to. Cause some years, well, let me know. I mean, Easter Easter is early some years, you know, and I'm hoping it, it might be this coming year. But um, yeah, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know, I don't know when Easter. Is. I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. I'm, I, my, I, I am not a religious not guy. Really, not really an Easter house over here. You know what I mean? No, it's like, not a, I'm not a religious guy. My, uh, my son's mother has him in Catholic school, so that's why we're on his schedule. So. 
Oh, I see. Yes, and and Catholics love their calendars. Yep. That's for sure. Yep, yep, yep. They so, love them. And so that's what that's why I bring up Easter, uh, because uh, he's thirteen. So I'm excited yeah. to have him at that age where. His friends, listen to this, because his friends, they've started to pick up on my podcast, they they really like it, and they've seen me a couple times. I'm covered in tattoos, I'm like from, from ankles to wrists, you know? And yeah. so, but they never see me because I don't live there. And so when I'm there, they they think I'm, you know, very cool, and my son's starting to kind of get that, 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 that people like comic books and weird movies and all the stuff that I'm into and music that I like, you know, I collect vinyl you know, records. You know, people like, it's not even just that, you know, people like, people like people who are confident in what they like, yeah. you know, and, and yeah. uh, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to do with comics, which are cool. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I think comics on their own are totally cool. But Very like, right. what's cool is, is liking something and, and not, and, and, and not, um, you know, because when you like something and you like something openly, it's like uh, vulnerability. You know right. what I mean? And uh, what's cool is to see a man be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, but my Sorry. my Sorry, son podcast audience they hit you with something real weird there. No, 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 no. I completely agree with you. Um, but. Um, with seventh graders, they just go, your dad has a podcast. They don't really realize that nobody, I didn't get picked up for a podcast. I just spent my own money and put it on the internet, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. It's so, but the fact that they can access it and hear my voice to them, that's, you know, some level of celebrity, you know? And so when I go see my son um, in, uh, March. I'm gonna try and make a plan to do C2E2 and, and take him with me. I'm hoping that he'll want to bring a little friend along so I can introduce even more people to the coolness of comic books. You know. Well, if he, if he, if he, if you come, if you get him to come with a kid, I'll give you some free comics or like that. That'd be awesome. Um, right, and then I'll just be like, "You're fucking dead, dude. You yep. saved for my life in Vietnam." Um, <laughs> that would be the Vietnam story. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's like, "Whoa, when was Vietnam? A yeah. hundred years ago." Yeah, and there, uh, my son would be, you know, he's a smarty pants. He'd be like, "Dad, you were born in '81. This is not. You're not old enough." <laughs> and then just yell at him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, hey. Uh, we are uh, just crossing that hour mark. Um, where can people find you uh, online? You know, Twitter is the best. I, I, I and my Twitter is the best to communicate with me. And okay. I'm just and like, like what happened with you. Yep. I was like, just email me. <laughs> yep. Just like, I'm such a mess. Yep. You know. Well, uh, like I said, now we got each other's emails, cell phones. Um, we should, we'll stay in touch because I definitely, um, going to make it up to the twin city soon. Uh, we should, uh, hang out, get, get some food or something. And then, yeah, uh, let me know, man. I'll try to make some time. Just let me know. Yeah. And then, like you said, if you're getting out to Chicago, uh, for stuff, I'm there, you know, uh, at least three times a year. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, my entire family's from there. So I, I, I go back. Uh, where, enough. where where in Chicago if, I don't, if you don't mind me asking all over the suburbs and then my dad lives in my, my brother lives in the west side right now he's got a yeah. baby girl so I try to get up there and see him I am um, are you familiar with uh, the Edison Park area 
Yes. Okay, that's where my son and, and my ex-wife are currently at, so I, I really get in that area quite a bit. That's nice. Yeah, so, anywho, um, any, anything well, else? Okay. Anything else you want to... No, I mean, just um, have a special for coming out November 21st. Okay, March cool. 2012, coming out soon, if you get it next week, or are also you, November Are you sad 21st. that that's ending, or...? I am sad it's ending, but also, you know, I knew it was gonna. I knew when I took it over, I was I was lucky that it got to twelve. You know, um, yeah. like, and uh, it was my first license, and I uh, hopefully I did a good job with it. You know, mm-hmm. that's why I think people seem to enjoy it, but you know, I, you never know. Yeah. Well, hey, Elliot, I thank you so much for coming on. Um, JP apologizes he couldn't make it. Apparently, a surprise oh, no, bachelor we'll party. We'll next time. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> tell him to enjoy it. I hope he enjoys his night. Uh, so this will air just for you. I will be uploading it tomorrow, so it'll be available Monday morning. Um, I, you know, some okay. people, some people work, you know, um, episodes in advance, but when you do a what I consider this is more like a news show. I mean, we we re, we review weekly comics, so we can't really get ahead of the schedule too much, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's why my hands off to you about doing a weekly roundup show. It's a lot of work. Um, it it is for me, JP. Um, he just he work. What we do is, I show up at the comic store at closing time. We sit down at one of the t- gaming tables they have. We chat about the comics from that week. I go home and then I do all, everything else. Uh, so he yeah. he literally just waits for me to show up, and then we just sit, talk about comics. Uh, and I told him that from the yeah, I, I told him that from the start that uh, he could have as little or as much input as he wanted. I really, honestly, just wanted him because he was so charismatic, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, he's he's the he's the host to me. I mean, he carries he carries the comedy end of things for me. Oh, uh, well. But, I'm going to be done, so don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I hope people have found us, you and I, entertaining tonight. But uh, Yeah, we're just rambling. Um, but yeah, that, man. That's, those are the best, though. Um, I rarely script stuff. I rarely... I interview lots of people, um, uh, but I rarely prepare... Um, well, I prepare. I mean, I read their stuff. Obviously, I wouldn't, or I wouldn't ask people to come on. But, but as far as like, I make sure I'm going to ask him this and this. And no, that that's not me at all. So, it has much more of a free flowing vibe when when I chat with people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For sure. Well, thanks again, man. Yeah. Um, I appreciate it. Yeah. I'll let you go. Yeah. Okay, Elliot. Have a great night. You too, man. All right. See you later. Bye. All right, that was Elliot Rahal uh, from Hot Lunch Special on Aftershock Comics. Get out there, people. Check it out. Um, I cannot say enough about it. Hopefully, uh, the little secrets he alluded to coming up are going to hit soon. Um, You know, like we were talking about, I love guys that want to come on and promote their artwork. If uh, you are a comic creator artist or letterer or writer cover artist uh hit me up uh let me read your stuff and if i can uh we'll get you on to chat about um, your artwork okay for smash and grab comics this is tyler see you later
Russian rap.